What is going on, guys? It's Robbie Barraza with the ultimate alternative. Let me introduce myself. A bit about me. I was born in Orange County, California. I played sports uh, throughout my whole youth career, it seemed like, from ages like 7 to 16. Um, Orange County. Let's talk about Orange County. Orange County is a place where there is a lot of accumulated economic wealth, meaning there's a lot of money in a short, or not a short, but a small condensed area. And so the typical, you know, stereotype for an Orange County kid is, you know, ignorant, arrogant, and just entitled. They have an entitlement complex. So with that in mind, that is my stereotype when I say, oh, I was born and raised in Orange County. That's what people who know Orange County would think. Now, that's just a general population. I'm not saying everybody thinks like that. I came from a hardworking, upper-middle-class family. Uh, Both my parents graduated college. One got their master's degree. And they did great as a mother and father. They are still currently married. But let's get into more of the nitty-gritty. Let's talk school. So kindergarten through second grade, I went through a regular public education school. And I had trouble focusing and I felt dumb. I was always, you know, dazing, you know, staring at the ground, doing something, something that wasn't the lesson, anything that's not the lesson. And I'm sure you guys know exactly what I mean. Doing anything except the classwork was what I wanted to do. I do not know why I was the way I was and I am the way I am. But anyways, you know, it was probably at the middle of second grade. And I'm talking to my mom like, mom, I can't focus in class. I feel like I'm not like anybody else. And she said, oh, well, your teacher said things. Your performance is good. You know, you're not on anybody's radar or anything like that. I'm like, mom, but I'm, I'm busting my ass over here. You know, something along those lines. And so we talked to the teacher and, you know, she kind of babied me. Of course she babied me. I was, what, seven? And so the teacher tried to do things. Like she put me in the front, you know, when when she was doing her little reading circle, she would put me in the front there. She put me in front of the class. She put me front and center so I could see the board. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was I wasn't motivated. And with that, total disinterest becomes disassociation. And I was totally disassociated from the class or from what the election, the election, the lecture and things like that. And at the time, I thought it was because the classrooms were bigger and kids were wearing all these colors and it was really, I thought it was just because, I actually didn't know, I didn't have my own opinions. But my parents thought it was because of that. It was a big class, this and that. So one of my buddies, in fact, my best friend to this day, he actually went to a private school and you know, kindergarten through second grade. And so my mom talked to his mom, you know, his mom told him about, told my mom about the school. And so I went there in third grade. I had an optimistic mindset. So the first day, you know, I got my uniform ready because we wear uniforms at this school now. And I got my lunch pail and I'm ready to run. You know, I'm ready to work. I'm, I, I can do this. This is a new fresh start. You know, first day, about halfway through the first day, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, doing great. Then Bible comes because this is a private Christian school. So Bible comes and I'm like, oh crap, Bible. 
you know, I grew up in a typical Judeo-Christian family. You know, we prayed at dinner every night and things like that. But Bible as a subject in school, that's crazy. That's way too much work. It was also, we also did Bible right before lunch. So I was starving. I was hungry. I wasn't a fat kid, but I was a bigger kid, you know. And immediately right there, I guess I subconsciously looked for a reason to quit. I guess that's what it was inside of me, or maybe I just wasn't motivated with formal learning in the first place. But right there, I was like, no, like I'm not gonna, I can't do this. And from that second day of third grade all the way to the last day of eighth grade, that was the phase of tears and broken pencils. I would get so stressed and angry and impulsive that I would be writing and I would break the pencil. Not because I was, you know, mad or anything. It was just because I was suffering and I was, I was angry, but I wasn't mad, like rageful. I was just so emotionally disarranged, I guess. I remember coming home from football practice. I'd get home about eight, you know, take a shower, done, 820. And then that was the grind. I was I was nine through thirteen. Like seriously, like don't do that to a nine to to thirteen year old. Like, come on. Like I'd work till like ten. Cause I was tired. I was growing. I was going through puberty. It was a tough time. And that's what I think when I think of my elementary school through my junior high school. Okay, so at the end of eighth grade, what do you know? I was diagnosed with ADD, attention deficit disorder, right? Not the hyper part though. I was just mentally like always running around in my head, you know? Um, so that being said, I didn't really let it phase me because like I thought I was normal. I've been sucking, I don't want to say anything wrong, but I've been, I've been sucking the dick for a while now. I know what I'm doing, you know? But I was so numb that I wasn't feeling anything. I was just so numb and desensitized and unmotivated. I didn't have any emotion. It just sucked. So that summer, I didn't say anything to my parents because that school was a K through 12 school, meaning kindergarten through 12th grade. So they had they had full, full-time service there. And so I thought I was going to do that. I thought I was going to you know, go there for high school and then graduate out there because I didn't really know what I wanted because everything is given to you. You don't have options when it comes to this box in the way school treats you and so again eighth grade summer's coming around and i remember my dad he's in his room he's like robbie come here i'm like all right so i'm walking up and he goes hey like how would you feel if we put you in public school next year i said i mean i guess it would be okay like i don't really care you know but and then there was that positive side of me that was like you know what I think this is going to be a good fresh start and you can start over brand new again, like the exact same thing you did from second to third grade. You're just doing the exact same thing now from eighth to ninth. And ladies and gentlemen, for me, a transition to a new school didn't do it. It wasn't the magic pill. So I got there. Let, let me tell you the story now. So I got there. I started playing football. I met a couple friends and they challenged the box the box that i have been getting fed through this whole time i understood the box but i never agreed with it i took the box for because i had to and i was forced to 
but they looked outside of the box. And for the first time, I felt like I had, I wasn't an outlier, you know, I, for the, for the first time, I felt like I wasn't, I was normal, you know, these guys would challenge. And I'm not saying that in a rebellious way, but they would challenge the box, a challenge, the authority, a challenge, 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 and question. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? What are you about? How good are you at your job? Things like that, challenging. And through challenging authority, I felt like I had some sort of power. Anyways, let's continue. School starts, you know, stupid. Like, I was running my own show. I didn't really have a group, but I did have some friends, and they kind of were individuals like me, you know, where they like to be alone. But I didn't have that sort of group that everybody else has and everybody else wanted. Frankly, because I didn't worry about it. I knew I was going to be okay. I knew I didn't need anybody. I didn't need anything. So completely demotivated for school. I got a 2.4 GPA my freshman year and I was just taking all basic classes. So now let's go into sophomore year. I was still playing football. I didn't play because... I didn't care anymore. Like the box was so fed up with, I was so fed up with the box and I wasn't taking the box as shit anymore. So again, you know, sophomore year, I got like a 2.6 or something. You know, I, I passed, I passed all my courses. I could have advanced into junior year just fine. But I want to tell you something about sophomore year. The curriculum was great. World history taught me so much. It taught me that history repeats itself. I also took, you know, basic 10th grade English, which in that we read three books and guess what they are all about? Authority, authoritative governments, authoritative structure, totalitarian governments, and totalitarian figures. The three books we read were Macbeth, where Macbeth kills a king, Duncan, who was the king, and then Macbeth comes king, Animal Farm by George Orwell, which is a replica and a blueprint kinda, or it's more of a reflection of the Russian Revolution and Lord of the Flies. And Lord of the Flies was all about the natural, dirty, evil nature of man. And looking back on it now, more mature with the with the stronger, you know, extroverted thinking, looking past at the past mindset, I realized that this whole problem of mine was authority itself i learned so much in that class and i didn't know why i liked that class so much but it was because i learned about authority and how it works and how it's developed so if we continue on this storyline 10th grade summer came around and i was not feeling it i was not myself and so you know what i did you're gonna laugh you're gonna laugh i tried to go back to my private school Guess what? I went back to my private school for two months and I couldn't take it anymore. You know, you wear your uniform, you have to look fresh every day. You got regulation, you got order, you got, you know what I mean? What am I going to do? So I couldn't take it anymore. I was basically like, you know, I knew more about drugs at that time. I knew more about weapons and, you know, I just knew more. I was just an older kid. I was just a kid. And um, so I, I guess what? I dropped out. I completely dropped out of high school. That's it. 
I dropped out. My life's over. Once you drop out of high school, your life is over. Over. Listen, your life is over once you drop out of high school. Psych, you're wrong. Life is not over if you drop out of school. You are completely wrong. In fact, I graduated 14 months earlier. Well, I didn't graduate, of course. I just took a test. Uh, California proficiency exam. It literally is the equivalent of your high school diploma. So I graduated 14 months earlier, and all I took was geometry. Highest math I took was geometry. Highest English I took was that English class that I was just talking about. And I, I have my high school diploma in equivalent, and I could get any job that you could with a high school diploma. 14 months earlier, though. Earlier, though. So people, my main thing is think for yourself and stop letting the box tell you what to do and dictate your every single action because it's not all that bad. They're not all in power. They're in power if you give them power. That is, that is the whole mindset about authority is if you give them power, they are in power. So don't give them any power. It's simple. I'm 19 years old. I'm trading cryptocurrency. I'm doing pretty well. I think you guys should get in on it. Let me know if you got any questions. I'd love to debate. Thank you so much for listening. And we got more to come. In fact, season one is all about authority and totalitarianism and how this coronavirus is sweeping our nation into totalitarianism. And I'm not kidding. If we don't do anything about it, we are screwed. We are completely screwed. If not, we're already screwed. But I will tell you more about that. Make sure you guys tune in to season one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dissect this thing. I'm going to go hard. All right. Later, guys. Appreciate it.